Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode of The Sunranto Show was brought to you by all of our Patreon subscribers, who we call the Super Ranters. So who are the Super Ranters? Well, the Super Ranters, not only do they support us financially, but they get, in return, their own RSS feed and get the show early and ad-free delivered to their inbox or podcatcher. They get bonus content like Sunranto shorts and my parody songs and uh, exclusive access to our private Discord channel, which uh, we've been using a ton, and uh, you're missing everything because we have post-show discussions on there pretty much after every single show. We hang out with some great Cubs fans and have a good time over there. Uh, Plus, we chat all day long about the Cubs. It's what we're doing instead of just basically giving it all to Mark Zuckerberg or uh, Elon Musk over at Twitter and Facebook. We have our own private situation, and it's much better that way. And you should join it by becoming a Patreon patron for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash sunranto. There are perks at every level. $5 gets you the Cubs parody songs before the rest of the world. $10 Super Ranters are recognized by name at the end of all of our shows. And um, also $12 gets you the Sunranto Ranter calendar uh, every single year. Uh, At much higher levels, you can even place an advertisement about anything you want during our shows. Um, You get our show notes. You get uh, pics and videos that we use to produce the live show. And here's the most important part. 10% of all the Patreon money is tithed directly to the Lost Boys Baseball Club on the south side of Chicago, uses baseball uh, and socio-emotional learning to help decrease violence and improve the social conditions of young people in Chicago. It's one of Sunranto's missions to serve our community, and this is how we do it. Um, It costs us money to put on this show and lots of time to produce a great Cubs fan podcast. And frankly, a penny a download from like the podcast advertiser people uh, and talking about, uh, I'm talking about gan- gambling syndicates and dick pill companies. Well, you know what? That's not, not enough to keep Sunranto show independent on the air uh, because we've got hosting fees and streaming fees and equipment and tickets and beer and batteries and guitar strings and all those things we need to do to uh, k- keep this show on the air. So become a super ranter at patreon.com slash sunranto. Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Sunranto. Become a part of our Patreon family for the 2023 season. And please help us produce the Sunranto show. If each one of you would buy us um, one of those $12 plus tax beers at Wrigley for doing the Sunranto show, then just join the $3 level. Three bucks a month that we each get a beer at Wrigley a year on you. Um, So it, it only seems fair. Patreon.com slash Sunranto, Patreon.com slash Sunranto, Patreon.com slash Sunranto. And if you subscribe today, you'll never have to hear me ask you to become a Patreon patron again. So stop making me waste your time. Sign up for as little as $1 a month at Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Join us today. Enjoy the show. Covey blue blood flowing through our 
bleachers in the rain We've shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game Let's go Cubbies on rental Michael Cotton Before tonight's show, you you were in your your the shower going me 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 me. It's just you get it out. I I, nice I really was not. That's just that's just what I could do. If I warmed From up, the heart. This show would be moment. another half hour. <laughs> you like the John Vincent verse. That was kind of a John Vincenty sort of Sun Ranto call that you just gave us there. You know, John Vincent, the anthem singer that holds out the free really long at Wrigley oh, Field. Forgot. Oh yeah. Yeah. So um, welcome to the Sun Ranto show. My name is Danny Rocket. Uh, this show is brought to you by our 107 Patreon supporters. Right. People jump on. Thank you very much. Uh, really appreciate it. And uh, one of them, uh, after the first break, is going to win this fabulous Nico Horner Ooh. bobblehead. See, look, I'm making it bobble in the box. Um, no, I'm going to break it on the show and then it's not going to be worth anything. But I want to give everybody an opportunity. If you want to jump on the Patreon at patreon.com slash Sunranto right now, I will check and I will add your name to tonight's drawing for uh, the Nico Horner bobblehead. And yeah, just go to patreon.com slash Sunranto and then, yeah, use your, your phone and stuff. And uh, you could you could win. Uh, and, and another way you could win tonight is hashtag chance in the chat. So get the hashtag chance in the chat. But uh, let me introduce my uh, co-hosts. Uh, Infield Fly Girl. Hi. 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 How's, how's life? Uh, it's it's going, man. It is going. Are, are we doing uh, drinks yeah, tonight? Yeah, what are you drinking? Yeah, sure. I what you am... Okay, tonight I am uh, representing Iron Horse Brewery up here in the Pacific Northwest with Mexican Cocoa Death. They make one of my favorite beers called Irish Death. It's like an eight and a half percent, like really blow your head off kind of dark ale. And this is like a Mexican cocoa inspired uh, vanilla chocolate, a little bit of pepper feeling going on there. It's really good. Anyway, yeah, I like those a lot, but I get, those are like I can only have one because it's. It's more like a dessert drink to me. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that, that sounds very flavorful. Actually, it, it so kind of it sounded like a desserty, um, like soup almost. Like it feels like you could like heat that up and eat it with a spoon, and it would be fine. <laughs> or or wow. like over ice cream or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. There you go. Reduce it. Put it on ice cream. I like oh, it. I don't Ooh, that would be good. Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> doing the, the hazy little the thing. Show. Yeah. What you, yeah. What are you drinking, Michael Cotton? How are you? Sierra Nevada Hazy Little Thing IPA. Mm. It was uh, buy two six packs, get five bucks off. So nice. Like so a discount beard, beer nobody else really bought. <laughs> like nobody, <laughs> this ain't moving. Sell it to Cotton. <laughs> um, yeah, I we have a we have a place that just has a rack of those, and I just go in and buy whatever is on that all the time. <laughs> 
Well, Jewel has even the the better situation where they'll have like all the, like you know the cases of beer that broke, and mm-hmm. if you buy the individual cans, they'll sell it to you for half price. You're like, ah, oh, I like some of this, some of that, and so you're like making your own fifty percent off case by trying all this stuff like cactus juice and whatnot. Oh, uh, but that's awesome. Here's what I, I got my IVNV mug tonight. So this is this is vintage now because they've been that's off the nice. air for a while. Um, We are now the longest running Cubs podcast because they quit. Um, And I've got my Yerba Mate drinking it out of my Bombija here. And damn, I love this shit in the winter. Is Bombija straw in... No, I forget the word for straw. It's like paha or something like that. Uh, I forget it. But um, somebody put it in the chat if you know the word for straw or look it up. Um, The no, Bombilla, I don't know know what it's. uh, It's just it's an Argentinian thing. I don't know. They usually drink it. We talked about this out of a gourd. So uh, anyway, uh, we'll be hanging out afterwards on uh, Discord. So uh, that's another reason you should become a Patreon member. And uh, I want to talk about. on Discord afterwards, uh, I don't know if you guys saw it, the Matt Mervis, Pete Crow Armstrong interview that Kaplan did at Obvious Shirts. Did you happen to check that oh, out? Oh, I uh-huh. did. Yes. So I was, was super impressed with these young men and how they talked about like who they were as people and especially Matt Mervis. So I want to talk about that. Uh, if, if you haven't seen it, uh, go check it out. Uh, I want to talk about that on the discord afterwards with all our Patreon people. But um, also we always neglect to do this. And Michael, you pointed this out. Welcome to the people that have never seen us before that are like, Oh, here's a cub show. But maybe you want to explain why you wanted to welcome everybody. Cause we should do it. Yeah. You know, uh, I, anybody who is new, look, this is a Cubs fan podcast we do talk about the cubs uh we get into that but it's more about the community that's kind of built up around this and if you don't understand that right now stick around you will uh these people who listen to the show and watch the show uh have really become friends and we know a lot of people <laughs> the cat's got the zoomies in the in ifc's uh corner going have been going on all afternoon back and forth onto the bed onto the other bed it, i wish they would stop <laughs> <laughs> well it might be annoying to you, but it's very entertaining to us and our, <laughs> yeah. and our tens of fans. Um, uh, I like uh, Blake Kingswriter. He's actually my neighbor, says Pajita is for mm-hmm. straw. And I just looked at his Paha. I was right when I said Paha. And then this is interesting. Um, Alfie uh, Campos says Popote for, for Mexicans. So that's pretty interesting. And that's how it, Spanish runs a lot of time. It's, um, it, yeah. it's like take, taking the lift in English or something like that. Right. Uh, we'll get to, uh, we'll talk. Okay, so but Danny, did you want to talk about the dog is Russell? The cat is Alexander Guinness Humphrey Bogarts. Thank you. We're just gonna have to post that somewhere. So <laughs> it's like, asked every time, and I will always People answer ask it. That all the time. But <laughs> uh yeah, the reason we're welcoming new people this week is because last week I found a guy on Reddit and I told him about the show. I said, check it out. And uh we're not a hundred percent positive. That it's this guy. I think it's this. It's got to be. But I. But I'm pretty sure it's the same same guy. So, Danny, you want to throw that? Yeah, up there? we got an early uh, the this flexing cube, which is uh, <laughs> where we get people just flexing their muscles on the internet. Uh, this Travis says uh, a two hour video, yet it took over ten minutes to actually get to the baseball. 
WTF scripts and editing fixed this issue. Um, we, we do have a script. It, we, yeah, uh, I hate to uh, break his heart. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we just need a better script, I guess. Uh, but uh, editing, we can't edit live. That's the problem. We can't edit ourselves. Um, and we're not going to do it later either because we already because <laughs> we already did it. So somebody else, if anybody wants to be our editor uh, for free, long hours, no pay, um, please feel say so in the chat right now because you're hired. Right, because this show did start as a podcast and – it was generally a little bit, a little bit shorter, sometimes longer, but once it kind of became this, you know, live show and people can actually chat with us over on the side. If you haven't done that, do it, uh, put in hashtag chance. It, it gets you a chance to oh, yeah, you know, show everybody that. Yeah. You can win, win a, a postcard. postcard, but yeah. So with a message this is of much, love and doom, this is just much more than only a Cubs show. Yeah, if also, there's a chance. I think, I mean, we no will baseball. welcome you in and hopefully yeah. you'll like us too. Yeah. And if you yeah, don't also, like us, we don't care. <laughs> and if you hadn't noticed, it's not even February yet. Yeah. No, it's I know it's kind of hard to get to the baseball stuff when the baseball stuff is still like two months away. Yeah. It's January 46th right now, I believe. And uh, <laughs> so, uh, David Elliott, I was just going to bring this up, points out the five hour show for Dawn Strand to run a marathon. Remember that? We all just sat in this very room with uh, about a 10 people all packed in here. Like it no, was, I was, uh, in, I was in my basement in you Colorado. Were in your basement. Yeah. And, uh, but we had a bunch of people in this room all sitting around, you know, just like breathing on each other. This was pre COVID. We could do yeah. things like that. Just breathe all over each other. It was amazing. That and, was a uh, fun show. Yeah. I, I don't even remember the end of it. I got hammered. No, that one. <laughs> nobody does. I don't think it. Yeah. Dawn may be the only person that reached <laughs> the end of that show while she was running that marathon. Yeah. So uh, I do want to bring this up before we get to the baseball, of course, is that uh, <laughs> we got, we got to keep moving it back. We, yeah, we're just keep dialing it. Just keep uh, turning it up here. No, but it is it is calendar time. And there's so many birthdays this week of um, our ranter friends and uh, Karen. She's awesome. That's Deidre. She's one of our Patreon supporters. That's her mom. I, I'm going to try to put that real close. Oh, I but love it. Anyway, this is in Detroit with me and Crawley. And uh, we the bullpen, I think it was Chafin, threw her up a ball. Oh, and cool. uh, so there she is with Deidre there on the counter. It's her birthday tomorrow. We got Kevin Cook with a birthday coming up. Uh, Mike Waller has a birthday from the Cubs. Oh, wait, I'm going to screw this up. Cubs P plus plus podcast. You know the PSPS? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Mike, Mike, if you're in the uh if you're in the chat, put up your, what do you, your put up podcast. A link. Yeah. I actually I didn't realize he had that podcast. I I want to check it it's out. It's new. It's it's a new podcast, yeah. Oh, so, good. I feel like I'm like, ah, you know, I've been missing this guy's podcast for years, but also we just passed Ernie Banks' death day, but his birthday is also on Tuesday. Oh, nice. Happy well. birthday, Ernie. Uh, yeah, and let's see. And also, Anthony Hutfliss and Bernie Barron all have birthdays. That's on February 2nd, so it'll be there. We had just tons and tons of birthdays this week, so happy birthday, everybody. We need a birthday song like Bennigan's. <laughs> right. Happy, happy birthday from all of us to now you. Is, we is wish that it was our birthday so, many... so we could party, too. Hey! Is, it, <laughs> is. is it May Weddings? Okay. Is it May weddings that give you January births? Is that why we have so many people? 
I don't know. What am I freaking June Nostradamus over here? <laughs> <laughs> I can't just prognosticate the past. I know every everybody's like trying to count on their fingers and do months at the same June, time. Fuck it. We don't uh, need to worry six, about it. You just count backwards three. So if you got a bunch of I, oh, it's usually oh, it's, they're they're all St. Patrick's Day babies. <laughs> <laughs> Green beer and bonin. Yep. <laughs> hey, look at Humphrey Bogart's Cats McGee. What's, I'm never going to get Cats the name McGee. right. Alexander Guinness, Humphrey Bogarts. Matt Alexander Master Guinness. Bornagonagle. Humphrey Bogarts. <laughs> so you've got Alec Guinness, Xander Bogarts, and Humphrey or Bogart. Yeah, do they, <laughs> Alexander Guinness, Humphrey Bogarts. That, yeah. Do they play <laughs> second base? That's the real question because we need at least two more second basemen on the Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the Cubs just, gold. Yeah, I, I feel so like dark. the Cubs just make everybody into a second baseman, reg- regardless of what they should be playing. Yeah, well, if they're not good anywhere else, they're like, all right, you're at second. You you have to throw short. You know. Now they got and a if lot. If you're no good, then we'll just uh, have to back you up. Except that now we don't have the shift. So. Yeah, unless you're Madrigal, you got no range and a weak arm. We're gonna put you over at third. Yeah, second baseman stinks so stinks so bad that they they have been taking the shortstop and letting him play that guy's position. Just and we're like, you go stand over there. Where nothing's probably gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, they move him out of the play completely. <laughs> yeah, just like, why don't you just like take a breather and get a glass of water? You look a little peaked. So, um, well, we're not here to talk about second baseman. I thought tonight it'd be fun to talk about. See. 14 minutes in this time, we get to the baseball. <laughs> the new record. Baseball, what's baseball? Yeah. So I thought we'd talk about the starters tonight because we have a lot of them. We really have a lot of starting pitchers. You mean players. starting rotation? Yeah. Yeah, not, not the ro- like just the general starters. Make the entire pitching staff out of long relievers. Why not? Well, it kind of is. I mean, but then I kind of was looking at it and I've been so, you know how you can get blindsided by your own negativity when everything's going terribly, yeah. you know, everything. <laughs> I, just... I have no idea what you're talking about, Danny. <laughs> Maybe it's just me, but uh, I'm no. well aware that my negativity is ruining my life, <laughs> but I was looking <laughs> at the Cubs starting staff and I was like, this might not be so shitty. Like, honestly, and I know they just been adding guy. See, you're shaking your head because like, <laughs> he's still high on the fumes that they gave him at Sheraton. <laughs> right. They it's, pumped that shit in just like spend money. What's the half life on that Kool Aid? I know it's a long, long effect Kool Aid there. Yeah. So, anyway, let's go alphabetically, and we don't have to spend a ton of time on every guy because uh, every guy's not worth spending a ton of time on. But (laughs) (laughs) they just aren't. But uh, let's let's go alphabetically because some of these guys will get short shrift. Hold on one second here. In the chat, as we're going through, uh, tell us who do you – like, list these guys in in order of who – or just tell us which five of these guys is going to be the the starting rotation. Yeah. And now I'm going to suggest something too. And maybe before we start, I'm thinking you go with like seven starting seven wrote in the rotation, just like keep it going. Just piggyback after piggyback, just like figure out that back. We'll talk about it as we get into these guys. All right. Here's um, Adbert Alzali. These are the games he pitched in. He only got in there and he was injured. Then he got in there in September 
pitched a little bit in October. He did not start. And so I, you might be like, well, why is he a starter? Well, because he was a starter. Remember, he was supposed to be a starter, and he was going to be a guy that was going to be helping us out. Then he got injured, so they moved him to the pen. But it's all long relief in the pen. Two innings, tops of three innings. Um, but he threw, like, what, 41 pitches? 47 pitches was his tops. Um, so, um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't think you need him as a starter, but I think he's definitely in the conversation of somebody who could take some t- um, some spot starts. And if you look at what he did, um, I mean, his FIP is 1.91. Right. So that's in, in, pretty good. <laughs> in, in some ways he got, uh, I mean, he's 338 ERA. You're not going to sneeze that either, but he's throwing strikes, 67% strikes. Um, he had 19 strikeouts in 13.1 innings. Like, I don't know. What's everybody seeing for Alzali? Well, he, okay. This, so I don't know about the starter, only because he sort of made his way uh, in, and I can't remember who he was piggybacking with, but he had one guy that he would come in in the, the third or fourth inning every time, and he seemed to actually do really well in that role. So traditional, like, start the first inning, I don't necessarily like him because that has never seemed to go well for him. But so bring maybe him in, in the third inning... Maybe he's more comfortable as a, you know, in that piggyback role. He seems to, that seems to be where he thrives and we can get more innings out of him in that way, but you got to plan for it. You got to have somebody that you want to put out there for two or three innings. People are saying what I'm thinking. So everybody's saying Clint Nathan says Alzali should be the closer. Jeff Berta says made Albert the closer. Dominic, same thing, the closer. But I like the closer in the fact, but I want him to come in in the eighth or the seventh. I want him to be a Lee Smith closer. But in but on this staff, I mean, it, on this staff, here's what I'm thinking. On this you staff, need... you're not getting to the eighth with one guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So right. if you can get if you can get him to pitch like two or three innings every like twice maybe and then maybe a third time like one come in and get like a big out or something mm-hmm. if you can rely on him for that kind of thing he's way more valuable um and this cub is, doggy says so much and i hate this this is oh this sounds so I much like BB. what the monkeys do okay so like i walked to cpbl it's a the league in Taiwan and my favorite team is the monkeys and they're pitching thing. They do the same freaking thing. Every single game. It doesn't matter what you have your starter come out and he goes for a while. And like, as soon as he starts giving up runs, you bring in your number two guy. And then your number two guy, he's going to go like two, three innings. And then you bring in your eighth inning guy. And then you have a ninth inning guy. And like, that's every single game you have four pitchers. It's yeah. Well, and I think that's maybe what's going to happen because there's only a few, although the Cubs, and we'll get to them, the Cubs do have some arms in this bullpen that have proven that they can give us some length and do a little bit better. So let's um, let's well, talk here, about here's the, other the next thing guy. About that well, closing. we got 10 guys to get through. Okay. Unless you wanna... Oh, okay. We... Well, go ahead. I mean, if you want to say something about the closer. because No, I was you... just going to say the, the closer role is getting – changed and so he may be coming in in the seventh or eighth inning in order to hit that main part of the order yeah. versus you know i think it's going to be matchups 
You know, yeah. if 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 uh, uh, David Ross likes the matchups of who's coming in in the fifth, then you might you might see him in the fifth, and if it's the seventh, it might be the seventh. I think a lot of it's going to go that way. I mean, yeah, all matchups. It's all math from here on in. So let's get to the next guy, and uh, we, ju- which is uh, oh, actually, where where is he? It's uh, I got to pull up his stuff. Um, Javier we'll get- Assad. What do we oh, got? Javier, it is Assad, but I I have stuff on Assad. But I didn't upload it. But so let's just do Killian and I'll upload Assad as we do it. Here's Caleb Killian came in when everybody was hurt in June and it did not go well. I mean, he had that. Everybody was, was so excited. Good. We got him for uh, Chris Bryant. And uh, it, it was like, this guy's going to be awesome. He was down at Arizona Fall League, like in the in the all star game, lighting it up. Everybody's like, yeah, dude, like we killed that trade. And then he came up and it was bad is. I mean, I don't know. We didn't see enough of him to do it to do anything, but I don't know. What do you think about Killian? Did you do? He needs more seasoning, right? Yeah, I did not like what we saw out of him. What, what about you, IFG? Do I you remember watching to, him, or did you... I have to admit, I didn't watch enough live. Well, he he to only really had three comment games. It. It's easy to miss him. Yeah, I, I honestly, I don't. I couldn't say anything that I remember. I remember it wasn't fun. <laughs> it was it, not fun watching people get hits off of him. It went really badly. And so I think we have to slow our roll on him. And then, um, but cause I'll put up Killian's actual stats. And uh, if you see in um, even at triple a, he had a four twenty two earn run average, um, a 1.56 whip. He's walking five per nine, but the strikeouts wow. are there too. Uh, 10.5 strikeouts per nine. So, is I mean, is I guess it's just a, mat, a matter of control or, uh, yeah, Clint says Killian has stuff, just needs to command his breaking balls, more seasoning. Yeah, I mean, so that's what he's got to put together. And then um, he could be a weapon, but. But Cub, Cub Doggy says, seems like he only had two pitches. Yeah, well, that's it. He doesn't, he doesn't have the breaking um the breaking stuff. So, which means if he doesn't have breaking stuff, it's kind of really hard to make him a starter. You know, like a guy that only has two pitches is a bullpen guy by definition. Yeah. So, um, I did get Assad uploaded here. So, uh, here's Javier Assad. We saw him a lot, and I, I don't think he, anybody was clocking Javier Assad. Um, but I liked what I saw out of Assad um, for the most Assad part. Is, I remember had the glasses and a little bit plump yeah. out there on the thing. From Mexico, had a red baseball glove. Yep. Yeah. Looked like a fun dude to hang out with. Yeah, he but, had a couple stinkers. Yeah, I was just going to say, he looked good at times, and then at times he was a little rough. I don't know. I, I see some promise with this guy. Yeah, I enjoyed uh I one game I remember in particular, I was walking around listening to it on the radio and it was against the Mets in New York. And if you can see it here on September 12th, he went six innings pitched, gave up five hits and one run, uh, three walks, but he struck out six as well. And uh, just to go into New York like that to a really tough Mets team um, and to, to pull out a win like that and to be kind of dominant and on the road like that was pretty impressive to me. He also um, shut out Philadelphia. Now, we remember we swept Philadelphia last year, and then they went to the World Series. So um, 
thought that was interesting. But like when he was on, he was pretty on. And like, so if you're thinking of back, back into the bullpen kind of piece, I don't know if he breaks with the team, but you know, this is also a guy who can give you a lot of valuable innings, you know, like five innings, four innings. Six, I mean, it, yeah. I don't know if to use him as that piggyback thing, you know, go four and then use him again out of the pen. Like maybe these guys are just be switching back and forth. So that's probably a sad story. Um, what One thing I thought that was interesting is that he is a ground ball pitcher, like almost exclusively. And then you got the infield that we have right now, which yeah. is pretty much isn't kind of whole Isn't the whole rotation supposedly no. ground ball pitchers? No. No, and I'll get to that because okay. I looked it all up. <laughs> so uh, then we well, we could talk about Kyle Hendricks. Oh, I'm sorry. I, it was the the whole lineup are ground ball hitters. That's I got <laughs> yeah. That, that's also a problem. Yeah, that's also yeah. We we would really get ourselves out very well. <laughs> <clears throat> so, but uh, Kyle Hendricks. I mean, this is kind of what brought it up in my head. Uh, you know, well, Kyle's going to be on the shelf. Uh, Pretty much indefinitely. I don't think we know what's going to happen here. So um, uh, he's still hurt. They say he's not throwing off a mound yet, and that's not good news. So Not where you want him to be. Because he's a total question mark, I, I decided to get into these other good dudes. So now here's something really interesting. Because Adrian Sampson, if you remember, all last year, everybody said about him that he's like the luckiest pitcher in baseball. And he's not supposed to really be doing as well as he's doing. Um, but he he kept doing really well, and it and he almost had possibly a career year. Now here's a guy. Now he's 30 years old, and I'm putting up his minor league stats all the way through to Chicago last year. Dude's been around for 10 years. Um, started in the NYPL, which I assume is the penal league. So he was in jail. <laughs> right. He's Charlie Sheen. <laughs> So, so then he bounced around. He was with Seattle organization, uh, up and down out of the minors with the Rangers, had a little cup of coffee, then ended up over with the Cubs, uh, getting long in the tooth in his career, even spent a year in the KBO playing with Lata. Is that, am I saying that right? Lottie. Lottie. Yes. It's the, well, it's probably more like the Lotte Giants. Okay. The Lotte Giants. Well, he didn't even do Uh, well there. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, the NYPL is the New York Penn League. Yeah, penal. <laughs> P- Penn. Penn is short for penal, isn't it? No, it's, I was kidding. It's I was one kidding. of the <laughs> leagues. It's one of the leagues that got manfreded away in 2020. Oh, it doesn't yeah. exist anymore. Yeah. So um, now, now they they replaced them with prisoners. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, yeah, the he, he he didn't even play well in, in the KBO. Okay, he had a 540 ERA there, but last year in Chicago, he put it together, and I'm going to put up his MLB only stats here, and he had a 311 earn run average. And if you think that was like a mistake, he had a 379 FIP and a 1.227 WHIP. Um, the strikeouts per nine weren't great, 6.3, um, but he wasn't walking a lot of guys either. And you know. And I was like, oh, well, there must be some kind of luck in his life. Let me look at his exit velo spray chart. So I go like really deep into Samson. I'm like, there must be something here that is going to tell me he sucks. But look at this. Here's the spray chart versus Samson. 
He's allowed an average exit velocity of 87.8 and league average is 87.7. So it's like, he's not even giving up like hard hits. He's just going up there and he's guess he's locating his spots. He's not throwing amazing stuff at you. That's going to like blow the roof off the place, but it's working somehow. And I don't see why he, I mean, I think everybody's He's ready to getting push very him. lucky. I, I, you would think, or but the something. stats aren't telling me that. Right. Right. No. Th- well, that was the thing. We were taking his history. We were using his history against him all last mm-hmm. year. I know I was. I was like, sure. we just kept waiting for him to fail, but he just kept doing it. And, and honestly, that's really cool, though. Very fun pitcher to watch. He did really well every time he went out, went longer than most of the guys. It was great, and if there's any one pitcher on this in this rotation, that's the guy that I want to see have a good year. Like, I'm I'm into that story. I think he really did something last year. The problem, the only issue is he lives on the location, and you know, so we you know, let's just hope that location he he figured something out that allows him to continue doing that. And then I think we do get to see that good pitcher again. But if that gets away from him a little bit, a la Hendricks sort of in the last, you know, year, year and a half, or season, season and a half, uh, that's that's when it all goes bad. So well, thanks thanks for letting us know how it's going to get fucked up because <laughs> Lord knows as Cub fans, we're waiting for it. Right. Alfie Campo says, if everyone is healthy, Samson is the odd man out. And, uh, you know, I could I could see that being the case. But, I mean, I feel like the back end of this rotation is up for grabs right now. But, no, I agree. And I think it's injury, Michael, I, like b- building on what you're saying, because the reason Hendricks started missing those spots is because – he got hurt and he's, and when you get hurt, you compensate for that and um, your mechanics get off and all of a sudden you're <laughs> leading the league and Homer's given up. Um, it's it's so, sort of telling that Alfie is choosing Samson uh, after a person who is for all intents and purposes, dead to the world. <laughs> Kyle yeah. Hendricks. Yeah. 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 No. I, and so Alfie Campos has steel. Number one, Stroman. Number two, Wisniewski number three, Tyone four, Smiley five, well, we'll and Hendricks, then Samson on the outside. Now, I would actually, I feel like Wisniewski is probably not going to break with the team. I don't think that they're going to let well, him. We'll get to Wisniewski. Right. And that, but that's all I'm going to say. So then you have to choose Hendricks or Samson, and I'm putting Samson up there over Hendricks right now because and he's not even throwing. Yeah. yeah, no, Hendricks. Yeah, no, we, we can't. Hendricks is not in the conversation yet. Hopefully, he right. is at some point this year because I don't know. He He's, saw Mr. Miyagi and he did the the hand thing and he rubbed his hands together, put it on his shoulder, and then he was fine. He could pitch again. If you want to see Hendricks, then you know you got to hope that he's some sort of a, a later season replacement or just to give the guys a little more rest. Yeah, but may, I don't know. Who knows how they're going to use him? So. um so let's go on. Uh, Drew Smiley, they resigned, which I think is a good signing. Um, here, here's his uh, games at the end of last year because he finished really strong, except for a stinker versus St. Louis, uh, where he gave up seven runs and three home runs. So, but but in all the other starts, he gave up zero runs, 
uh, one, two, three times. He gave up one run three times and two runs two times. And that's out of, see, nine starts. So, and he went seven innings twice. Like, this guy can give you some length. Once again, the health is an issue. It has been for him in the past. But um, anyway, I, I like me some Drew Smiley. And I'll, I'll put up his uh, other numbers on the year. He was he did manage to take 106 innings, 347 earned run average. And um, I mean, this is building on his year with 126 innings. I don't think you're gonna count on him for much more than that, you know. Maybe he hits 125, 130. I doubt it. But also with a uh being a lefty out of the rotation as well. Uh, I think, you know, that also gives you a completely different look. Uh, and and um, what I looked up about uh, Smiley in general is that, um, you know, I, I just feel like if you're going to maybe they have him for two years with it, or is it one year with an option? I feel like last year was one year with an option and this is the option. Yeah, but yeah, but the option was like a fake option. Remember, it was like oh, and then I they guess, signed him. Yeah, maybe if you if you know in the chat, tell us if if it's one year or one year with an option. But no, I I like Smiley as well. Uh, I like him better now him. that Miley's not here, and so I can keep him straight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, and my Miley is uh, with the uh, Brewers. I kind of missed that news. Wade Miley signed with Milwaukee. Oh wow! Yeah. So did. Stonks. Oh no! Yes. So Robert Stock, he, he got a uh, minor league with an invite, I think, uh, uh, to come back to play in the U.S. So he's going to be aiming to to hit MLB again. His, so, his wife had one of my TFCs last year, talking shit to people who were giving him a hard time. I love them so much. They are so much fun. So the, alphabetically, the next guy on the list I'm also really excited about also throws with his left hand and will definitely be in the rotation, uh, bar, barring catastrophe, is Justin Steele. And yeah. really loved what he did last year. 119 innings. Um, and um, I don't know, just had a good year. 318 earned run average. 9.5 strikeouts per nine. And uh, 3.8 uh, walks. I think everybody's really excited about Justin Steele right now. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, he really showed that, I mean, he was a top of the rotation, maybe not number one, but you could see him being a number one. Uh, but definitely a number two, easily. Like, yeah. Well, and, maybe that's like, and that's like a 75 grade baseball name, too. Yeah, yeah, Justin Steele. Yeah, no, he's going to get all the uh, the commercial work. And the the thing that I wanted to point out too is Smiley's worth one point nine WAR, and uh, Justin Steele uh, was worth two WAR. So like we are cornering the market in this starting rotation on two <laughs> WAR guys. Adrian Sampson also worth two point one WAR, and uh, and that's in you know imagine if you can elongate get that performance and elongate their innings then you're kind of getting somewhere with with some of these guys you put them together yeah. you have an ace <laughs> you know you're close um if you put all of our guys together now uh and the they still war cost half as much and uh also 
it, I, I wanted to point this out too, and I don't have it uh, to put up right now, but he struck out, Justin Steele struck out 10 batters in a game twice and nine four times. Yeah. And so he just really had good. the stuff. I just love what I see. Um, Marcus Stroman worth the most war on the team last year as a starting pitcher, even though he was hurt for a month uh, in June, uh, which is why Killian started 2.6 war. And uh, let me put up Stroh's games here, because the thing that really saddens me is that he got his ass handed to him by St. Louis last year. Truly, though. (laughs) I mean, four innings, nine earned runs. Just brutal. That's the first time he faced him. Uh, next time he faced him, not so bad. Three runs through 6.2, but he still lost the game 4-3. to three. Then uh, there was another stinker, I think. Good God. He had three straight starts oh, yeah. against the Cardinals, which is because of the stupid scheduling that they do, but... It's actually not. Four. I have it. I, I have it. I have it ordered differently. Oh, you I, have it ordered. Have it. Oh, okay. I've it ordered by opponent. Oh. So okay, okay, I see the dates are different. Okay, that, I, I was like, it's three straight no, starts he, against one team. He faced St. Louis four times. He gave up nine runs through four. He gave up three runs through six point two. He gave up five runs through five on eleven hits. I was at that game. That was brutal. And then, um, then he figured something out on September fourth. Finally, this is his last start in St. Louis. <laughs> He lost to them 2 nothing. Well, he didn't lose because he didn't give us up a single run on five hits, seven innings, a gutsy performance, <laughs> figured it out. But against Milwaukee, he was pretty good. Um, only gave up one run through five, zero runs on two hits through seven. Cubs won that 2 nothing, and then they beat Milwaukee. Um, and then he beat Milwaukee, went 7.2 innings and gave up two runs on two hits. So... Um, yeah, hey, Danny, games. hey, Danny, remember when we watched uh, the Cubs snatch defeat from the jaws of victory when he pitched in Comiskey? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good he went stuff. like seven innings and didn't give up a run and we lost anyway. That was five great. to four. Yeah, that, that game got out of hand. Well, that's what happens when you don't have a bullpen. So, yeah, yeah three hits, seven innings pitched, zero runs. Yeah, against well, the White Sox. Yeah, that's another that's another good team that you want to beat just for bragging rights, even in right? a year like this. Yeah, and he had 138 innings, and I believe that's the most of anybody uh, in the rotation last yeah. year. I mean, he's, he's basically the Iron Man with three seven inning starts. Yeah, and he was injured for a month, so if he could stay healthy, you could you could figure that you maybe four more starts, you're gonna get like 150, 155 innings out of him. But this is what you got out of him last year, and uh, you know you're hoping he steps up. Like he he certainly is stepping up on Twitter. <laughs> he's he's out there, he's out there giving his opinion. Like Wish you know, step get a little less on that. He he had a good one uh, here. I, I, let's t- as long as we're talking about Stroh, let me bring up. Uh, I have some TFCs of Stroh. Uh, uh, well, I got it. Well, this he is it. a flexing cube. Well, that is while sure. we're waiting for Danny here, David Elliott says uh, Tyone one, Strowman two, Steel three, Samson four, Smiley five, and six Assad, and then Hendricks available to spot start or piggyback Wisniewski starts in Iowa and is called up for depth. Tyone won. I mean, he's going to eat the most innings most likely because he's worried that workhorse, but ace. Wow. I mean, maybe at one point in his career, people thought he might've gone there, but 
All right. So here's what I got to say about Stroh. So Stroh was out there and he's on Twitter and he says, MLB needs to diversify their audience. Too many of y'all are old heads stuck in the past and afraid of change. Get with the times and be open to the excitement of the game. Minorities compete with a different swagger that we are born with and is in our blood. Get used to it. And then um, some guy said to him, he goes, a Viggy, I'm vigorous, said, man, I have a young family and can't justify spending the money at the ballpark with my family. Maybe once a year, but man, it's crazy nowadays, especially at Wrigley. But Roberto Axel Rodrigo says, bro, you have a bunch of gambling slips and odds in your recent images. I don't count anyone's pockets. Just something I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of flexing happening here. He's like, can't afford the day at the ballpark. <laughs> You're affording an afternoon at the racetrack. Well, he'll be able to afford a day at the ballpark soon because they're going to open a fucking casino over there. And, uh, you know, he'll put the kids in their seats and he'll disappear until the seventh inning stretch. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just like Wrigley has to start running a daycare for all the, (laughs) all the guys gambling at the sports book. All right. Uh, we're, we're towards the end. We got three more, uh, Jamison Tyone, who was just mentioned, um, pretty good pickup. I would say, um, yeah, David Elliott explained, he put him at one just cause he chews through innings and solid veteran presence. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, no, I, I think I think that makes a lot of sense. And that's pretty much what I was going to say. First of all, he's 6'5". He can pitch when he wants. <laughs> you know, like he's uh, he's earned that right. Um, 30 years old. Now, he was worth 1.3 war only, but he would have led the Cubs in innings pitch last year. He doesn't, once again, he's not going to throw anything like Samson that's just magically amazing at you that's going to blow the cover off the place, but it's going to be effective. And, you know, he was really kind of highly touted in Pittsburgh as, you know, part of, you know, maybe, you know, maybe, you know, with all the the pitching that they had developed for a while there, Garrett Cole comes to mind as the the main one. And then, um, but it didn't go well in New York last year. Didn't go well at the end in Pittsburgh. It just never really came to fruition. Um, You know, the strikeouts aren't going to blow you away. He doesn't walk a lot of guys, which you like to see. Uh, he's a fly ball pitcher, which actually kind of plays at Wrigley at least half the damn time on certain you know? days. Yeah. You know, so I don't think, it, I don't think Wrigley plays either way. So um, anyway, I, I like him another 30 year old. He's right. You know, it's right where Samson is. I feel like if you want to be a crafty pitcher, you need some years under your belt and you need to know the league. So, right. So that's why I don't hate this whole situation. Like everybody's rotations that they're putting up, notice that they have seven people in them, you know, right. not just like four and I don't know. Like we've gone into years like that where we're like, oh, la- last uh... year we last year we had what three or four number fives and we had no number four. Like there was literally <laughs> one, two, three. We skipped four because nobody fit that bill and then everybody else was fives. Right. So this is it. I don't know. I will say, and I bitch about the Cubs front office all the time. You all know that. But Tyone was a pretty good signing. You know, I'm not going to bitch about that signing. It was pretty good. Would I have preferred them to continue adding arms? Like, you know, I don't know. 
who who else did we were we talking about early? But anyway, I would I would have liked to see a few more, but Tyone's not a bad pitcher. I don't yeah. mind having him. No, it's decent. Um, then we got uh, Keegan Thompson, and here's what he did last year. He were worth 1.2 war, and they kind of stretched him out in the first half of the year. I'm putting up his numbers from last right. year. Three, 376 ERA, 115 innings pitched. That's our wheelhouse. Just like get over 100, fellas. Just get over 100. That's all we need. And almost That's a strikeout. That's why we have a seven-man rotation. Exactly. Almost a strikeout an inning. Uh, the walks went down. He was at 5.2 walks per nine, which is very high when he first came up in in uh, 32 games he pitched in 2021. And uh, then he brought that down. So uh, by two walks per game, or two or two per nine, I should say. Um, but uh, not too shabby for Keegan. And he too hit the Dodgers in Los Angeles, and he struck out eight. Cubs lost that game, of course. Um, (laughs) But um, anyway, I I like what I saw out of Keegan. I don't think any I don't think we were counting on him being in the rotation at all last year. We thought he was going to pitch out of the bullpen and then he was pretty much a starter most of the year, if not a piggyback guy. So um, the last guy, Hayden Wisniewski who Michael already said he's probably not starting with the team. And, you know, that's a shame in a, in a way, because I think that if you had him and maybe if he's really carving people up, you know, in, in Iowa, they'll let him come up and, and pitch for us because he gives you, he reminds me of a righty that acts like a lefty because he leads okay. with the slider. And what I like about it is you got all these, except for Tyone is kind of a fly ball pitcher, all these like ground ball pitchers, location guys through and through maybe Stroh's got more of the the electric kind of thing that he can throw at you but Wisniewski's shit is really eclectic Clint Nathan saying future ace ace I saw his debut performance where he struck out a shit ton and um um that is a technical baseball term by the way shit ton. right it's an ass stat shit ton. Yeah, yeah and uh no he he did amazing and like here I'm gonna put up his year uh and he wasn't out there much six games 33 innings pitched though in those six games and uh he had an era plus of 190 just amazing uh nine strikeouts per nine and he wasn't walking guys and how much do you see with a young guy that's what they do i know i love a guy who refuses to walk dudes yeah it's amazing and he and he uh, wasn't giving up the home run um, and, and it's too super small sample size too early to tell, but why that everybody's like, well, he needs a more seasoning. I'm like, what more seasoning do you need? What, what does this guy have to do? I just right. don't want to watch the very good pitcher do baseball. I would rather let him do that in Iowa for reasons. I don't understand this, uh, honestly right. at all. No, yeah. I, I, I like, what, uh, okay, what better place to develop than against major league bats? Yeah. And, it, and I mean, it didn't go that well at like, you know, triple a Scranton Wilkes-Barre where um, in New York, uh, he had a, a 351 ERA in the minors. So it's like not really going to go like that, you know, in the majors. I mean, but right. obviously showed that it was like Caleb Killian comes up, gets his ass handed to him four starts in a row was really comes up exact opposite happens. So it's like, you know, you, you got to play the hot hand and, and Hey, I w- I just loved. Yeah. For, for long saying it because his stuff is nasty. Exactly. And it's just such a different look. 
than all the other guys. So, and that's what I love. It's like, you're playing a series and if you're throwing like, you know, Stroh at you and then, so he's got, you know, whatever, you know, his stuff, he's his pitch mix and whatnot. And then you, and then you got a, like an Adrian Sampson, who's going to just like hit his spots and like, and then the, the next guy is Wisniewski. You're like kind of going all over the place and it might. Yeah. I kind of like for, uh, for a loop. I, I kind of like Stroman Tyon, Tyon, uh, then smiley steel and Wesneski. I, I kind of like I mean, that. It's never going to stay in the order. You no, know, it, it's, it's never, but I'm just saying yeah. to start the season, I would like to see that, uh, earlier somebody, uh, somebody asked why everybody's writing Wesneski off. Nobody's writing him off. We actually love him, but we don't we trust the front office team to let him start with Chicago. Like we just feel like it's almost like they want to give these older guys the opportunity to play well enough to make a trade happen. And then they'll bring up the Wesneskis and the Killians and the, you know, those guys, Assad, you know, that's when they'll start to get their opportunities after those guys get moved, if it's possible to get moved. Uh, David Elliott also brings this up. The immaculate inning that he pitched has happened something like 110 times in MLB history and Wisniewski has one of them. So pretty, pretty impressive, like debut for him. I'd love to see him up. It just, uh, I, so now don't the immaculate you... inning is nine straight strikes for yeah. three outs. Correct. See, yeah. I always feel like the immaculate inning would be three pitches, three outs. Yeah. That's probably happened more often. I'm really picky on my immaculates. <laughs> I don't I don't fuck around. I want, you know, I want the Virgin Mary. I, I want think, something I that think you've the, never the seen reason before. that that one's I think the reason that the three uh three pitch strikeouts is immaculate is because it doesn't rely on fielders doing their jobs correctly. It's 100% the pitcher's job to do that. Ah, yeah. true. So it IFG IFG what's your kind of uh rank rank them like how who do you want to open? Like Stro gets opening day, right? I mean <sighs> Yeah, Stro gets opening day. Yeah, it's what it is. Um, sure. So, I don't know. But like, it, it as as you would rank them, uh, like who would you like? How would you line it up? Let's say you got like a four game set with the Cardinals, and like who would you like to see going in there? First of all, not Stro because he obviously gets his ass handed to him. Clearly three out not. Of four times. <laughs> um, I don't know. I want Hendricks to not be broken and bad. By the way, like how bad was he before we realized he was broken? Like, I mean, how broken? How how broken is he? How long is? This? Well, I was listening. I was listening to something the other day, and they were talking about it. He has not had any sort of surgery, so that makes you think that he feels like he can come back somehow. But if he's still not throwing off of a mound, yeah, yeah, like, like then what? What is he trying he to surgery? like? you know, like hope and pray that is going to fix itself in all of this time. Like, do you know, who, I, who, yeah, well, they say that I heard the same thing you did. And they said that that particular injury 
nine out of 10 times doesn't need the surgery. So it, maybe it'll be okay. And he could just like rehab it back. And I know it might be, it's like, I forget what it's called. Isn't it the impingement or am I mixing that? Oh, up? is that what it is? Not I don't think it, I'm, I'm saying it wrong. Don't, don't like to listen to me, but okay. uh, I slept on my shoulder wrong last night and I couldn't use my arm for like half the day today. Yeah, but you couldn't pitch. You can you couldn't pitch before either. So like, you can barely pitch use very your arm. slowly. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, so who's your? How would you rank him? Like, how would you go into know, a four man. game? Period? Just just give us a quick lineup. It's, we're not going to hold you to it. My mine was really based on like age and experience to inexperience. That's kind of yeah. how I put. I like going righty lefty. Like I, I like what Clinton Nathan puts up Stroman, then steel. So you go righty lefty. And then Wes nasty, who is like a righty who throws like a lefty because of he's nasty. And then you like back it up with like Tyone smiley. And then, so you're eating innings towards the end of that. Give oh, these yeah. guys some real rest. Uh, and then, and then uh, Hendricks comes back and we win the world series. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, according to what is it? The, uh, the the demon gods on the moon no on mars according to them <laughs> oh yeah it's true i saw this story today too I, I put it up in the discord channel for the patreon people but uh yeah the uh the cubs are gonna win in in four because there is the face of a bear that looks like what is that the 1930 1941 to 45 the last winning team you could tell that that was the bear during the war you know what I mean? Because he's all like really angry. Ah, he's got like he kind of looks like a the badger. Yeah, that was yeah. the last logo to win a pennant before 2016, mind you. I mm. I do find it funny how like we're looking at just little things on Mars and out there, and there's all sorts of shit, and everybody's like real scientific and really into it, and somebody's like, "Hey, it looks like a bear." <laughs> <laughs> And, that, and that's what makes the news, not like the magic of like going to space and getting to even see what's on Mars. <laughs> we have a they photograph of Mars. Nobody cares. It kind of looks like a bear. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to share this with my grandma. <laughs> she saw the moon landing live that they faked. Oh, we the weekly know. world news. Bears on Mars eat astronauts. Man, I used to um, subscribe to the Weekly World News. I read so Were many. You a these... big Bat Boy guy. Oh, Bat Boy! Bad I love Bat Boy, and <laughs> I and, and Dear Dottie is is my um, spirit animal. If you remember, <laughs> Dear, Dear, Dear Dottie was the advice columnist that would just call everybody a pinhead and a loser. <laughs> like they call <laughs> in with their props and be like, like maybe if you weren't such a drunk fat pig she'd like you more and you know all this stuff and it would have nothing to do with what he talked about it was so wonderful so um well we're gonna take a quick commercial break but i just want to leave everybody uh you know with this thought if you subscribe to the patreon right now patreon.com slash sunranto and you subscribe you will be added to tonight's drawing for the Nico Horner bobblehead and we did get a couple we got stephanie jumped on and so did don Thank you very much for uh, uh, jumping on, and you are now uh, you will be uh, entered to win. So we're, we're now at one hundred nine Patreon supporters. Yeah, so thank you very much, and uh, as always, you can see our Venmo and our PayPal. If you want to tip us for doing this show, you can, and uh, I'll Venmo uh, these guys money with whatever you send me. So, um, uh, but the good news is, uh, not 
that's good news that we got some Patreon subscribers. But the other good news is, is that Anthony K and Manrod, Manny Rodriguez, made it through waivers and they are still Cubs. They're outright. What? Hey, okay. So I have to, what is our official count of players on so the Cubs depends, that nobody wants? It, it depends on whether or not you count a waiver trade versus like a straight up waiver claim. So like we do have one guy who got traded while on release waivers. Wellman. Right? Or on, yeah. Wellman so he got show. traded while he was on DFA waivers. So it wasn't like a straight up waiver claim. Like somebody claimed him and then we said, oh, hold on. Give us money. And then we asked for money. Um, so arguably more successful than a straight up waiver claim even. So he is our most successful. Wellman is our most successful DFA in the last 10 DFAs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. We got it. We got him back. Everybody else is either in Iowa or has declared free agency. And most of them just pieced out. That's the obvious shirt. You don't want most successful DFA. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or like, uh, you know, Hector and I mean, it was cash consideration. So like he was traded for a handful of pocket lint or whatever, but like that was, that's the most we've gotten out of anybody we've given. We got a steak dinner for him. Well, I didn't get the steak. They did. So, uh, here's a, here's a commercial for Patreon. We'll be right back and we will be picking the winner of the Patreon prize. Okay. We'll be right back. All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog-eat-dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can make a difference. Become a super ranter at patreon.com slash sunranto where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer and in turn line the pockets of the baseball agarch Ricketts family. Just $1 a month can buy a scorecard. $5 a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song. And $10 a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Cubs content creators are the lowest pieces of pond scum garbage that slither over the face of this planet. But super ranters help them get drunk and screw off at baseball games. What do you get out of it? The Sun Ranto Show delivered to your podcatcher without stupid advertisements like the one you're seeing and hearing right now. Plus, at other Super Ranter levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sun Ranto pages, the Ranter calendar, and special thanks and Ranter recognition in our live broadcasts, plus eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sun Ranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto. And become a Super Ranter today. Bum, 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 bum. Nico Horner bobblehead giveaway time. Do it. Uh, all right. So I'm going to uh, share my tab here uh, with the wheel of names, which in the commercial break, I have added our new Patreon patrons, Stephanie M and Don R to the list. You can see them blinking away there. We're, we're going to we're going to click the link. Uh, we're going to click this uh, wheel and we're going to spin it and we're going to get a wiener. Let's go. Big money, big money. No whammies, no whammies. Who do we get? Who do we get? The winner is 
Anthony Hudfliss. You know what? This is nice because it's Anthony's birthday coming up. Like, uh, I'll have to look at the rancher calendar here, but maybe he's not on the calendar. I'm not well, sure. And, and he's, he's been a Patreon guy for a while, right? Like, Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Not like Stephanie just jumping on to win something. No, that no, she's probably gonna she's gonna delete it right now. She's I know like, she's gonna like I'm taking my dollar back well, and going home. But I I will say this: we we do have a uh, a prize for next month, uh, and uh, let me share it with you. First of all, you will win. The, it's a it's a multi prize. Okay, this time because I to be honest, I am running out of things here. But so the multi prize is we are selling the rancher calendar. I will. Uh, Print up. I always print up a couple extras in case something goes wrong. So I will. Uh, you win a rancher calendar to send to a friend of your choice of whoever you want to send a Cubs calendar to. You win a rancher calendar. That's one of the things you win. You also win. This is for next month. Uh, the South Bend uh, Cubs cap here. Oh, that's nice. from when they won. It's a South Bend Dubs cap. Exactly. This is from the year which I did go to a game where they won the South Bend championship. So. Um, there's a South Bend camp, and this was a giveaway at Wrigley this year. It says the middle of the friendly confines, and it's kind of like an obvious shirt ripoff. I, I don't know if obvious made this for them, but it doesn't feel like an obvious shirt, it feels like, it look like just cool. a regular old giveaway shirt. The, the font is different too, it just happens to be white letters on a blue shirt. Yeah, obvious yeah. shirts doesn't have tags they have printed on the back of the shirt. True, this true. is an obvious shirt right here. No tags. Say <laughs> a say a shirt. No, that's good that you pointed that out because I don't think a lot of people know that obvious shirts does do more than just the blue with the white letters. Yes, I love their gray shirts. I'm I'm a big fan of road grays. I know this is a controversial take, but I love road grays. So I want to be the best road fan because I'm not from Chicago. Um, so when like I get personalized jerseys made for myself, they're in road gray. And uh, I collect catchers in road gray. And uh, when I saw Saya, I needed to be the best Saya fan on the road. So I have Obvious Shirts road gray uh, Saya shirt. Go shop Obvious Shirts. They're awesome. I love their shirts. Cot- Cotton's, Cotton's main uh, jersey is a road gray, I believe. Isn't it? The one that you have, it says cotton on the back? No, the the one that says cotton on the back is actually a pinstripes. I've got a, a Santo sixty nine road gray. Nice. I oh, have that's a, nice. And I have a blue Dawson. Right. I've said. I remember the blue Dawson. I've got a John Baker uh, road gray number twelve. That's awesome. Yeah. Could be dusty. We don't know. Same number. I have. I have PJ Higgins in road gray. Nice. Just a you know, quick callback here. David Elliott says, uh, "Cotton's immaculate inning has happened sixty nine thousand times." Uh, well, it nice. has happened more than the nine pitch immaculate inning. In fact, uh, it's happened in the National League one hundred and eleven times, just wow. in the National League, and then another eighty four in the American League for a total of one hundred ninety five times. They have. Through 2021, I don't, I don't know what happened in 22, but through 21, it happened 195 times, three pitch innings. Wow, that's really interesting. That's super rare too. Uh, very interesting. Do, do you know what else was uh, super rare uh, last year? Was uh, the Cubs making good decisions on the base paths? <laughs> uh, yes, also a delight to see when it was successful in its rarity. 
Yeah, they they ran a lot, not always successfully. They were too bland central. The base running wasn't real good. I, Ortega was, I don't know. I mean, th- we had Wave and Willie at third base just be like, oh just go. God. We don't know how else we're going to score. Just like barrel. Like, we're not allowed to hit him anymore. <laughs> like, no, just go. <laughs> oh, it was. I know. I have a rare photo of, of uh, Willie holding up a stop sign. And I think it's the only one all year. I did. I'm putting it in the calendar, in fact. It's like one of the yeah. main pictures one year. That's so funny. I love That's Willie for that. I always say if I were a third base coach, I'd just be a windmill. Yeah. <laughs> like because, oh. because statistically, like, it, it, try it. It's more likely for chaos to happen. Chaos can't happen if you're fiddling around third base. I don't know. I, I didn't see a lot of chaos happening last year. Um Danny, on Cup of Cuppy Blue, I believe Sarah was talking about somebody was actually keeping track of the two blands last year, and, and it was insane. It was like up over 100, which, <laughs> by the way, the Cubs only had 111 stolen bases last year, which was That's good for fourth. That I was, I know I was kind of surprised too. Does anybody remember 111 stolen bases? But that, that was. Was that all Balita? Because, like, we don't have any fast guys. Uh, it was actually the guy that had the most was Nico Horner, and he only had 20. But so that's it was a team effort, a, just a like fifth. everybody decided to be running around. Yeah. yeah. And they were so, you know, but that 111, that made them fourth in the league. But they got picked off. Uh, 37 times and i think that was second that was second in the league only to the rangers and by the way the the three teams ahead of the cubs uh were the rangers were number one with 68 wins the marlins were number two with 69 wins nice guardians had 92 wins so one of those teams was not like good. the others. <laughs> they were in the shitty. They're in one of the shittiest divisions ever, but they did make it to the playoffs. You know, what's interesting about Nico's stolen bases, getting those 20 is that he was only caught twice. And that to me yes. is more impressive than Absolutely. anything because you're choosing when that makes you a good base runner. You're choosing when to run and you're choosing when not to run. And you're making sure you can get there when you get there. And like, as opposed to like the, our second, I'm looking at it here, Rafael Ortega now playing with the Yankees, 12 stolen bases, but caught seven times. It's like, dude, yeah, he would just run and hope that it would work, uh, which yeah. I respect, but also not always the best strategy. Yeah. Or, well, you know, you got to get a good jump. It's, it's really all about the jump. If you get yeah. a bad jump, you could be the fastest guy ever. It's not going to matter. Morell, right. 10 stolen bases and seven caught stealing. That's even worse of a percentage. Hap wasn't great. Nine and four. Suzuki, nine and five. Like, yeah, I mean. Well, uh, let's talk that- about these guys and their speed. So the whole thing with Horner is he's he is actually the fastest guy on the team. And this comes from StatCast. Mm-hmm. And it's actually not from stolen bases. They calculate the speed from uh running for two bases so yeah if you get a double or you go from first to third the speed with which you do that and then also they calculate in the speed going third to home on a weekly hit ball 
So that's where all their numbers come from. And when you look at Horner, he's at 29.1 feet. That's feet per second. That is damn near elite. Uh, He is that's he's 45th in the league at that speed. And there's only 11 guys in the whole league that broke 30 feet per second. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot of guys between that 30 and the 29.1, but there's a lot more below that. But, and then if, so if you look, uh, I put in the guys that we're going to have Christopher Morrell is second. He's got uh, 28.8. Dansby Swanson was at 28.4. Zach McKinstry, 28.3. He's still seven bases, no caught stealings. Yeah. Fourth fastest guy. And so maybe that's the thing that we were never seeing. Like we didn't understand why he kept getting. He, he wasn't up based. He, no, he was fast. And they're like, let's just give him a chance. Um, and, and if anybody is watching this and they can actually see the, the number closest to the colors, that is this, the, how many seconds it takes from hitting the ball and getting to first base. That's the average. So like Nico does it in 4.20, you know, Swanson does it in 4.33, that type of stuff. And again, the first you said, yeah, that's, that's home to first. So that's, you know, and again, a lot makes a difference on how you can get out of that box. I think it's interesting. You, you see Bellinger's numbers. Now he's a a left-handed hitter, but he's 4.23, and that looks like the lowest number of them all. So I love the idea that speed doesn't slump. You know, I've always liked that phrase. You, you've heard it before, right? Like there's well, no – Well, it doesn't slump until, until you get old and your knee hurts. Yeah, exactly. Right. I'm, I'm just thinking like it takes one Hustle. trip over first base to yank a hamstring, and then, yes, it absolutely does slump for a while. Or, um, or is it – Hustling doesn't slump. Is that the phrase? Yeah, no. it's, that's probably that. Hustle doesn't slump. That sounds like a baseballism. Uh, but yeah, if you look, I mean, so if you're able to watch, if you're not, um, every number here is ranked with kind of a color code. And the darker red is the faster, and the blue is the slower. And Luckily, the Cubs, you know, most of these guys, over half of them are above 27 miles per hour, which is the league average or not miles per hour, feet per second. Sorry. But that's the league average um, is right around 27. And most of the guys are above that. Uh, what I thought was funny really here with Jan Gomes, 26.3. So he's a little bit blue. But he's ahead of both Eric Hosmer and Trey Mancini. <laughs> a catcher he's, who's 34 years old. A 34-year-old catcher is faster than both of our first basemen. Because he does jujitsu. To be fair, <laughs> I do believe that in the last incarnation of the Cubs, Wilson Contreras had a better sprint speed than Anthony Rizzo. Well, Wilson Contreras, uh, if he was still on this, he was like fourth on this team, on last year's team. He, he was pretty, or maybe six. He was pretty fast. Uh, but then you see Tucker Barnhart. Like, all of these guys are, you know, most of them are above 27. There's four guys below 27. 
26, 20, and two at 25. And then there's Tucker Barnhart at 23.8 miles per hour. He, that is really, or not feet per second. I always say that wrong. But yeah, yeah. that's slow. He is like ungodly he is, slow. He is not fast. But yeah, on the it, side, he doesn't wanna, hit very often. So he doesn't get a whole lot of chances fun, to run. If you want to have fun, go out to StatCast. And you can actually pick up to four players and you can race them. There's like <laughs> these four lines that come up and it's got their face on it. And it's a lot of fun. You should do it. Go and you can watch well, how they wh- go. Why aren't we just doing that and and, uh, ga- and and doing our own gambling show? Like you know what I mean? Like we just have we just get four racers, we share the screen, and everybody gambles in the chat. Hilarious. That's what that's what this show is from now on. It's just a gambling show. Well, speaking of slow catchers, though, it seems to me that the defensive job of catcher, when you're talking about larger base pa- bases this year, mm-hmm. plus um, your pitchers uh having to pitch with a pitch clock so he's up there trying to you know trying to concentrate and everything going much faster so the game's a little bit disrupted at that point with a pitch clock and he can't throw over more than um three times on top of it so um, oh yeah so technically i think he oh no he absolutely can't I was going to say technically he could, but no, you're right. Yeah. he That passed, that. right? That is a real yep. rule, right? The, yeah. yeah. No more yeah, than after, three pickoff attempts. After so the third pickoff attempt changes, from one batter. That I mean, if you really think about it, that changes everything. And so the Cubs it's pick up so all many these- things for the pitcher to think about at one time that it's got to be go- driving them crazy. Yeah, well, they'll figure it out. I mean, they'll get in their own rhythm. I mean, they say that for most of them, it won't really change it. But what I'm thinking is, like, imagine, like, that dude that's, like, dancing off first base, dancing off second base. Like, you still only got 15 seconds. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's going to really affect the kind of mid-level reliever (laughs) whose whole job is to eat up a little bit of time so they can get another guy warmed up. And so he throws over to first like eight times. <laughs> he won't be able to do it anymore. Yeah. Fast um, boy summer says John fast, Pinkus. Yeah. I, I like that. Um, yes. And he also says, somebody look up Bartolo Cologne. <laughs> <Don't wanna know. laughs> what was his sprint speed? I want to race him and like poo holes. And just like, I see. remember like keeping track of, of like, Anthony Rizzo and Kyle Schwarber and Albert Almora and Victor Caratini. And it's like, who is, who's fastest right now? (laughs) None of them. And what's amazing about that is that Rizzo really, I think he still believes he can steal second. (laughs) (laughs) He does. I can get a good jump. It's like, dude, your freaking wiener dog is faster than you. Like, what are you talking about? I feel bad for the podcast listeners because IFG is, her She's beard is beer. trying to come out her nose right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had no idea the Rizzo comment was going to set her off like that. But. Oh, man. Forget that, looked like, that looked like it. How's that Mexican beer coming out your nose? So, well, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. But, you know, the, the catcher's job is it's going to be harder. Because the catcher is part, I mean, it's the battery. So you're going to have a lot more attempts to steal, especially from our team. I wonder if, like, you know, part of, like, what the what last year was is, like, hey, let's just steal bases. It doesn't matter 
We're going to suck anyway. And you said like three out of those four teams were absolutely dog shit. You know, that and the one good bases. one was in the worst division. Yeah. But, but I will it, say the Phillies were number five on that list, but they weren't that great during the the season, really. And I, you know, and Kyle Schwarber did get a taco in the World Series. He totally <laughs> did. I'm so proud of him. It was a delicious taco, too. Thank you, Kyle. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just um, anyway, it's going to be interesting. I think it's something I'm interested to watch all year. And thanks for looking all that stuff up, Michael. And, uh, and and I also wanted to talk about before we get to our next break is about the WBC, because I know you're a big fan. You're yeah. wearing your WBC hat and your say shirt. I'm a little international, too. I got my Santurce Cangrejeros hat from uh, Puerto Ooh. Rico. And um, I anyway, I'm I'm sporting the Iowa Cubs yeah, hat right you're, there. You're middle America. You're, you're John Cougar Mellencamp at a Strohs right over there. <laughs> oh no 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 bush it, in in iowa city it's all about the bush light and that's and the hat is courtesy of cory furlong thank you cory i like that though with the gold c on that it's pretty sweet but let's let's talk a little wbc a yes so um we have a bunch of cubs past present and hopefully future uh participating in the world baseball classic this year um let's see <clears throat> I this made a, a very thing. nice graphic. Yeah, no, this thank is you. I made graphic. a thing and it's pretty. Uh, so I have on here the uh, the guys both present and if they've moved on, uh, sort of uh, said where they're where they've gone to. But I like to keep track of Cubs. Once you're a Cub, you're a Cub forever in my heart. So I keep Once track of you're everybody. A cub, you're a Cub from the moment you take up the dub. Yeah. Look, there is there is literally a guy who's going to be pitching in South Korea this year who is an Iowa Cub for two weeks this summer and pitched two games and nobody will ever have heard of his name and I will remember this guy forever. I'm going to be watching him all year. So but notice she didn't say his name because she can't think of it right now. I have it written down somewhere, I swear. It's There's right here, right no in Espinal. No, Espinal is his last name. That's what it is. Espinal. Uh he was he was a cub from like July 31st to August 14th, and then he got moved on. But now he's a Yakult swallow, which is very cool because they have the best mascot in all of sports. I'm gonna look it up. Sibakuro is the best mascot in all of sports, by the way. Um, yeah, he's the best. So they're right here, Tsubakuro and and his sister Tsubami. That's a Yakut Swallows uh, banner there on my wall. Oh, nice. And uh, so Reynel Espinal is going to be pitching. So for the I have Swallows. I have to run, pop that list back up there, and then run through the list for us because our uh, podcast listeners were not able to see that. Oh yeah, absolutely. So if you are uh, not able to read this here, we have a. Uh, Playing for Team Samurai Japan, uh, we'll have our right fielder, Seiya Suzuki, uh, in former Cubs, Yu uh, Darvish, who's now San Diego uh, Padre. He's going to be pitching for Team Japan as well. Uh, for Mexico, we have Javier Assad, and uh, in former Cubs, Manuel Rodriguez, and Alfonso Rivas, who's also in San Diego now. Um, Manuel Rodriguez, he passed waivers and is still like part of the organization um he hasn't like been assigned anywhere but i'm assuming do you he'll think be iowa do you think manrod because he was just like dfa'd 
um, that he's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't pitch for Team Mexico and I should go to spring training and try to get a job with the Cubs instead of, you know, playing for this team. I don't know. Um, the... I mean, it's hard to know. I mean, it's a personal decision. I just, yeah, the, just I, think you could, I think you could show more in a competitive game, though. Absolutely. I think sure. uh, in the case of uh, a lot of these guys, they look at the World Baseball Classic as an opportunity to be seen by uh, by a broad audience. So if he doesn't you know, know whether he's going to get another position in America, maybe he might go somewhere else or, you know, get seen by somebody um, otherwise, but get to play for his home country at the same time, which is really cool. Uh, let's see over in Puerto Rico, uh, Marcus Stroman, uh, his, I believe his mother's side of the family is Puerto Rican. So he's going to be representing Puerto Rico. Uh, he pitched for, if you might remember, he pitched for the United States in the 2017 world baseball classic where USA won and took it all. Like he was, the big guy there. He, uh, he remember that's the the game. I mean, Puerto Rico played the USA in that game, right? That was the yes, it was U.S. Game. versus Puerto Rico for the championship for all the marbles in 2017, and he switched sides this year. You know that Stroman wishes he was in that other dugout. He's like, look at Javi and Yadi and, having the time and Lindor, yeah. and oh my gosh, that team was so much fun. Look, uh, I'm even wearing a, a Puerto Rico hat. I'd rather play for them too. I. And we talked about this in the chat or between mm-hmm. our group text about that we never go for the United States. Like never, I, so- I always have them straight at the bottom of my power rankings. Like I don't even care because because you can tell that the players don't care about being there as much as a lot of the other teams do. Like they're playing with their entire heart and soul because they are, you know, they're representing something that's meaningful to them, and and it comes out when they're playing and, and I have so much feeling and respect for that. Um, and it, I love to see that. That's why I love these international tournaments so much. Sorry. Kyle, yeah. And the American players feel like they are trying to protect their legs and stuff. They're like, we don't want to get injured because we might have some money on this. Whereas the other guys are kind of like, you know, with their, like, you know, out there just having a good time. Um, since we're talking about Puerto Rico though, I just earlier, somebody asked, where you can find WBC 23 merchandise. I am not sure where that is. That's a really great question. And one that I wish I had a better answer to at the moment. It's almost within the United States. It is absolutely going to be done by fanatics. Uh, You can buy it on the, you know, MLB shop dot com or fanatics.com, whatever. Uh, But for right now, all that's really available is, Oh my gosh, that's really cool. Um, but what like within USA officially stuff, it's all going to be fanatics. And then you have other sources like, go ahead. Yeah, yeah I found this just absolutely just out there. Uh, it's a Puerto Rican website. Uh, and I don't know if these are going to be the 23 jerseys. I think these are the ones they wore. The yeah, those are movies. old. Yeah, they might change. Yeah, those are probably they, the old ones. They might have. So they might have changed. So they I have just, no idea. They've already released new uh, Puerto Rico jerseys, and I can tell you, it's not that because the new one it has these really cool, like blue waves at the bottom of it, and a lighthouse, and it's yeah, it's, it's going to really be different. Neat little new this is the problem. We can't find this shit. We want it. 
So we right. can't find it. So we're we're seeing this stuff out here. And I'm and I'm telling you, they have a lot of fun stuff on here. They've, you know. Leadomshop.com is a really good one too. Uh if you're into the Dominican Republic. Uh Dominican Republic is always really high on my personal power rankings when I'm watching international tournaments. Uh I usually like Samurai Japan and Dominican yeah. Republic. They have the the longest uh, histories of baseball in their countries apart from the United States. So it's always a, a whole lot of fun to see them. I'm hoping for a Dominican Republic versus Japan final. Fingers yeah. crossed. And Can I'm we... not even going to show you the American shirts that I found because no, thank they're you. all, they're literally, y- you can just picture it in your head. It's a polo shirt with that logo that a I have bacon logo. Hat, very small on the breast and that's it. It's, oh, it's lame. Him. That's what's on MLB. So going past, um, we've done Japan uh, with Saya and Yu Darvish, uh, Mexico with Javier Assad, Manuel Rodriguez, and Alfonso Rivas. Puerto Rico's got Marcus Stroman, Javier Baez, and Martin Maldonado, who's now in Houston. Uh, Team Italy will be represented by Miles Mastroboni and Ben DeLuzio. Uh, We'll have uh, Team Cuba represented by Ronis Elias and Eston Quiros. Oh, cool. By the way, these are all so far unofficial. The official 30-man to 26-man, something like that, um, rosters are going to be released uh, sometime later on this week. I don't expect any really big shakeups, but some of these names might drop off if they're not selected. Um, Team Israel is going to be represented by our good friend, Robert Stock, who has just been signed to the Milwaukee uh, organization, and also Matt Mervis is going to be playing for Team Israel. Not a bad team there. And then um, I I like uh, what I really like that uh, we're going to face the USA. I mean, it's we, but uh, they're in the same um, bracket as Team, what, Canada? So we're going to at least see maybe we'll probably probably play those games a lot. So we're going to see Owen Casey. Yes. Yes. So he's uh, he's on the list for uh, Team Canada right now. They don't have a full roster out yet. Um, We might have some secret Canadians floating about and that (laughs) list might grow. I don't know. He's going to make his comeback. Yes. Let's see. Uh, In Colombia, we've got uh, I think it's Dennis Correa. I don't. I've never heard his name said out loud, and I would hate to pronounce it wrong. I'm so sorry if I did. I don't even know uh, who he is. Let's see. Team Netherlands is going to <laughs> be represented the only by they could afford. Oh. <laughs> the Kingdom of the Netherlands, uh, which is almost entirely made up this year of people from the ABC Islands. It's Aruba, Bonaire, and Curaçao. Uh, it's a small island chain about 50 miles north of Venezuela. Uh, I went there on my honeymoon. It's amazing. You should go there. The water is lovely. Oh, um, I did too. The Curacao. It's where I had my honeymoon. I went to Bonaire. It was great. It was so quiet. Nice. I toured around, saw a whole bunch of stuff, got uh, served goat milk milkshakes out of somebody's living room window. It was and amazing. If people are confused by that. I think they were called the Dutch West Indies or something like that. Yeah, the Dutch time. Antilles. Dutch mm-hmm. Antilles. There we go. Yep. A yep, lot of Dutch do- people. I was surprised. Uh, let's see. So that uh, the Kingdom of the Netherlands is going to be uh, represented by Andrelton Simmons and Pedro Strope, who are ex-Cubs, who are both, both are surprises. Right <laughs> yes. 
Uh, I'm happy for Pedro. He he pitched a little bit for the the Tigres del Licey in uh, Lidom this winter, uh, so it was really fun to see him there. And then uh, Team Dominicana, which is pretty much Team the Padres, uh, is also going to include Fran Mil Reyes, who oh, man. is They're... a former Cub and a free agent. They're going to be so much fun. That's going to be the fun one because you think with as many of those Padres on there, like man they could just dominate they're gonna they are going to carve through their groups i it's gonna be a blast to watch i mean baseball is weird i mean can i put up the screenshot of of the bracket go for it quick? i didn't have one handy i'm glad you do so yeah i just i just actually grabbed it so first of all this was in our uh group chat too about the usa's pool it seems like kind of a cakewalk for them to me because it is got, embarrassingly weak. Because they've got Team Mexico, who's going to have like Javier Assad as their best pitcher or something. And I then, think their ace is, or no, that's Colombia, anyways. Yeah, Colombia's playing soccer. Canada, they're playing hockey. And they got Owen Casey too. And then Great Britain news play cricket. So I mean, like, Great Britain is literally an expansion team. This is their first time ever being in a world baseball classic. Colombia's right. ace is Jose Quintana. The, the yeah. thing that kind of drives me nuts is that pool D has Puerto Rico, Venezuela, and the Dominican Republic. It means that one of those three teams aren't going to make it. And I well, feel like two of them. To, no, well, only two, two teams, will make it. Two yeah, teams two from make Pool it. D will go on to the pool. Uh, two, two teams from each first pool will go on to the corner, quarterfinal round. So I feel so like we're going to lose one three. of Puerto Rico, Venezuela, and Dominican because there's no way Israel or Nicaragua are going to go. I'm very sorry. I love you, Team Israel, and I love you, Team Nicaragua. You're not beating those three. Um, so we're yeah. going to lose one of those three teams in the first round. Which and we sh- and we should have had one of those teams somewhere else in this bracket. I would say up in Pool C, and then you'd have USA in whichever team you pulled out of Pool D right. as the favorites to come out of Pool C. But instead, they're going to give Mexico, Colombia, Canada, or Great Britain one of those spots when one of these. Yeah, know, and and you can see like home. like a very high view of this is making it look like okay so this is making it as easy as possible for team usa and team dominican republic to get to the semifinals like yeah. this, it's just yeah. set up to make that happen and then and then uh over on the uh pool a and b uh it looks like cuba kind of has it locked up in pool a as well i mean there's so many great cuban baseball players but maybe chinese taipei netherlands Cuba, Italy, Panama, like you're not really expecting much out of that that pool either. But then it looks like pool B is tough. Um, well, at least like you're th- thinking Japan and Korea is going to have the. They're going to win, th- right? Yeah, yeah, Japan and Korea pretty much have this in the bag. I, I really see there's a very, 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 very small chance that Team China has been doing things that I don't know about behind my back. But um like team australia doesn't really have a prayer here team czech republic again another expansion team like team great britain it's lovely to see them here i don't expect a whole lot from them so i'm fully expecting team japan and korea to be in the quarterfinals pool a i'm 
personally expecting Team Netherlands and Cuba to be the ones that make it through. Um, Cuba's going to be really strong this year, like they always are. Team Netherlands is really, really strong. Uh, they've got Xander Bogarts on there to start with, uh, and just a ton of people. It's a whole bunch of the guys from the ABC Islands. So if there's a dude in the MLB right now who is from Curacao, he's probably representing Netherlands in the World Baseball Classic this year. So this is going to be awesome. I'm looking forward. It's I'm going to be so much fun. I'm more excited about this than I am about Cub Spring training. I, I'll admit, like, just I, I had a great time watching it last time. And um, I don't know. It, it's just it, it's wonderful to see these guys um, going for their countries instead of, you know, the team that pays them. It's it's about something else and you can feel it. It's just kind of like. Absolutely. I don't Cup. have. Um, we have Eric Campbell here is asking if we know who's going to be broadcasting it. Uh, most likely it's going to be ESPN. I haven't heard anything uh, officially announced yet, but ESPN tends to cover most of the uh, World Baseball Softball Confederation overarching events like the Olympics and things like that. So most likely make sure that you've got an ESPN plus subscription uh, and your cable subscription up to date. If you're really interested in making sure that you can access world baseball classic games without having to go on the internet and look for backways. Cool. Thanks for uh, hooking all that stuff. Did you, did you have more on it? Uh, not really. Uh, the official, uh, the finalized rosters are going to be announced uh, over the course of the next week or so. So yeah. keep an eye well on Twitter. If you're looking for that, Google says Fox will be exclusively airing World Baseball Classic. That's very cool. Uh, I did not know that. So, yay, it's going to be Fox, which means it'll be even harder to access. I'm well, when it's all right, final, which means we'll get that. one game out of every four games that get played. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm really not excited to hear that. I What I was excited to hear is that our uh, – old friend and my beloved baseball player Kosuke Fukudome is going to be uh, broadcasting the Japanese language uh, games in the That's World Baseball fun. Classic. So all the Team Japan games, he's going to be on that broadcast. So I'm going to be going and finding any way that I can to access uh, Japanese Amazon Prime with a... Yep. If uh, you're a, in the United States, if you know how to do that, DM me, please. Yeah, well, if you're a, if you're a Patreon supporter... Some of those ways to do that will be in the Discord server. Yeah. As soon as I find them. So, so if you want to if you want to watch, you can't pay MLB, but you can pay us. <laughs> so <laughs> did you hear my evil laugh? That was really impressive. <laughs> so um uh, well, we're going to wrap up this show really soon. Then we're going to go over to the dis Discord server. But uh, I want to play a little song for you, which is basically us begging for money. So if you tip us I for doing tonight's show, um, it we're, that would be very appreciated. There's going to be QR codes on your screen and a, and a very lovely We Are the World type song that I wrote a little bit ago. And uh, we'll be right back to pinch off this show. And uh, we're going to pick a chance winner. Hashtag chance in the chat. and You could win a chance postcard sent to you by me with a message of love and doom and um here is the uh, song it's the time in the sun rental show where you can show your love for wasting another perfect night just talking about the cubs and if you thought that we were entertaining smart and funny then scan these QR codes right now and give us all your money. 
I would say welcome back to the Sunrando show. Oh, Michael did not make it. He did not make it. <laughs> he tried so hard. So close. Put like, my headphones close. on backwards and everything. <laughs> so uh so uh, welcome back to the Sun Ranta show. Uh, thank you. If you did donate to us there, that will be split evenly amongst us. The QR codes are still up there in the corner. Keeps the show live and on the air and uh, also pays for a hell of a lot of tickets and beer. Hey, maybe if we get enough money, we'll send uh, uh, IFG over to the World Baseball Classic. Hey, uh, please do that. Yeah. Please send lots and lots of money. Please send me to Japan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And this year I've made plans to have Wednesdays off of work. So I'm going to try and make those day games. Nice. Ooh, nice. I got to get to Chicago sometime this year too. One time wasn't enough. Got to go back. Half everybody was like, half everybody had COVID when I was there last time. (laughs) They did. I remember that. We were all supposed to get together that week. And then literally everybody was like, don't come to Chicago. We're all sick. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it, no, that's exactly what happened. That's the Strowman, wasn't that when during the when Strowman was at uh, Club Four Hundred? Yeah, I believe is when it was. Yep. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's probably best to just like watch the uh, the CDC warnings to see, you know, this <laughs> this place is a cesspool. I tell you. Um, so, uh, I, I did want to, uh, I saw something kind of funny, uh, out there that about Trey Mancini, the slowest man on the team, apparently. Um, but, uh, this might explain why is because, uh, as a kid, he apparently wanted to be Matt Clement, who was not. Oh my God. That's adorable. (laughs) Marquee sports network tweeted this out and said, uh, that Trey Mancini, uh, as a kid, he's a local boy. He he went uh, as as Matt Clement to the game, so he always I wanted to be a so slow pitcher. Well, he I think what he wanted, he was like, so you know what? Patch. If I play first base, I'll be able to catch those throws, <laughs> so, so they won't go into the stands like Clement loved to do. So. Um, so, no, I thought that was cute. And um, the other thing I wanted to say is a little bit of good news before we get into the announcements, which is that uh, looks like the blackouts are ending. So uh, that's I think that's really great. That's the, news. that's the other side to Sinclair declaring bankruptcy. They're like, oh, by the way. Yeah, it's uh, Diamond Sports. Like, it's all carved up and called something different, you know, like how, like, Trump's thing is now, like, Trump 2 or something. Like, right. they're, always, they're always making a new name once they it's fail. It's just Rump. They just drop the T. Yeah. In the end, it's just going to be called Oomp. So uh, it could be Ump. Then they could get a baseball sponsorship. But uh, anyway, yeah, Bally's went bankrupt. It's, it's a whole thing. But I guess it's a great opportunity now for MLB to rest those properties back and give us a standalone streaming project product, which we always wanted since the beginning, because I know we'd all be willing to pay or like, maybe they give it to you with T-Mobile or whatever it would be, but the blackouts are just horrific. And yeah, like it shouldn't be easier for me in Seattle to watch a Cubs game than it is for somebody like living on the loop. Yeah. Like people even live on loop. I don't know. I don't live in Chicago. It's fine. Yeah. That's, but yeah, it's, it's <laughs> insane. Or people like me in Iowa that can't see seven different teams. Uh, yeah. yeah they should get it. But yes, finally, there is something good to be said about a monopoly. You own everything. You have all the money in the world because you steal it from everyone else and nobody can stop you from doing it. 
please buy all the fucking networks so that we can see the games. Yeah. Not to be all, please love my league, but please love my league. In the CPBL, the uh, the league itself has the right to broadcast the games. Their broadcast is put on by the team itself, but the league has the right to broadcast it. So I can pay the league 70 bucks a year or whatever to watch every single game that every single team puts out. And then the team can go and say, I'm going to put all of my team, all of my games behind a paywall on Twitch and also get money that way. And they're like, yeah, sure. Fine. Whatever you put it on. That's fine. And then like, both options are available to people. Yeah. I mean, they're finding it anyway. Uh, We live in a brave new world and the billionaires are trying to figure out how to carve us up. And now this is one of those kind of situations where the the other business model totally crashed and burned. They went bankrupt. It was a bad move on their part. I mean, we all they, know what that means. Yeah, it means they get golden parachutes and then they live to fail again, you know, and they, they just keep moving money around. We know how it works, really works. But I would love to go bankrupt the way that some of these corporations do. Yeah. Gosh, it's got to be so much easier than the way I've been doing it this whole time. <laughs> I know. We're not bankrupt and we're doing worse than that. I don't even have debt like an idiot. <laughs> like, what's with me? Fucking debt free. Guy could die and just leave the planet to be fine. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, leave the planet with like, like, hey, niece, here's five grand. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> That's what Uncle Danny had left. So, um, yeah, uh, so uh, I can have more than five grand left when I die. Uh, if you guys would buy this damn calendar and money for Please tickets the calendar. throughout the year. I'm dropping the link in the chat, sunranto.com slash calendar. You have till February 1st to purchase it. It's going to be the best calendar yet. I have... Uh, quotes about chicago i got quotes from uh harry carey and ernie banks in it and uh in different uh well quotes about chicago like from um studs turkle like you know the famous writer and things like that so they're, they're going in the calendar i've got tons of great pictures i got ifg's first game is in there uh, the cups the who could forget the cup snake chopping I at the end the of last snake year chops. you know michael was there for that last game of the year we had a lot of fun there's some great pictures um, here's what it looks like uh, it, when you on the bottom where you can get your birthday in there. You see, there's a uh, Phil Brandyberry who had a birthday. He's a rancher. Mike Waller's birthday coming up. Uh, Kevin Cook. We got the oh, it looks special dates. There's is where that you, Leonard Nimoy's birthday, Mark? Well, this is funny. T- Bleacher Tony. Not a lot of people know this. <laughs> Bleacher Tony. I hang out with in the bleachers. I don't know if you met him, IFG, when you were out there, but yeah, I met him when I was there. Yeah. So uh, Tony. He doesn't believe in birthdays. So okay. I, he, he's like, he wanted his picture of Spock. And then I just move his birthday around every year. So every year. <laughs> I love that. So it's find the Spock. Yeah, find the Spock. Year. And that's Bleacher Tony's birthday. And then so it's, you know, this calendar is just full of nuggets like that. Um, got Ernie Banks there. Um, here's the day that you Darvish was traded. I'm not going to put that one. In oh, this I cried calendar. so much that day. <laughs> Yeah, I, I update all this stuff all the time because, you know, the things we're talking about, the things that uh, Ricketts booed, that might stay. I might keep oh, that in there. Yeah, I got to yeah, keep that yeah, one in there. Yeah. Um, do you have my, do you have Bodie Slam birthday. Day marked? Which one? Bodie Slam Day. Oh, Bodie Slam when he ran around like an airplane? Yeah. No, that's old news. Okay. I, I, I had it. That, that was probably in an old calendar, but like it probably didn't make last year's. It might have. It might have if it was a thin month, you know, 
or if somebody here's the thing if somebody has a birthday if you order one you put your birthday in the calendar with your picture yeah. and if somebody has a birthday on that day and it's between that and the body slam the person's getting the day oh absolutely yeah so like you know this birthday is, precedence this is a cubs fan calendar with a bunch of cubs pictures i put them on the the random other days all the pictures i took throughout the year so um anyway buy that thing it's at uh, sunrancer.com slash calendar you have till uh the last day of this month so basically let's just say by sunday night get it done by sunday night and uh, guys yeah the calendar is the best it is so um i want to say uh get well soon to michael Cantor, uh, another patreon supporter of ours he uh just got out of the hospital he's on the mend but i uh, said he had some scary moments hopefully he's okay and uh and I yeah, also want to get get an update about my cousin Jess, who had a stroke, and we talked about it on this show. And said, uh, "Well, here's what's going on. She got moved to a rehab facility. She's working hard every day, five six hours a day, like trying to regain uh, function in the parts that were lost. So, uh, and you guys are asking me about it, and I really appreciate that. So, because uh, it's obviously been That's top really of mind for me, that. yeah." Yeah, thank you very much. So hashtag chance in the chat, but let's get some uh, TFCs going on, which is... <laughs> what are you thinking about, Danny? Flexing cubes on the... <laughs> like, what did I say? just said THC. Just- <laughs> <laughs> THC's going on. <laughs> yeah, let's make it over the Discord. Danny can, Danny can get some THCs going on. So, uh, well, I got one. I'll start. The TFC, the flexing cube uh, out there. I really enjoy this. The, the Cardinals signed Chip Carey uh, yes. okay. to be their play-by-play guy. Nobody in Chicago gives a shit, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but St. Louis Sports Central thinks we do. They uh, have a Breaking Bad uh, gif of the main character screaming out the back of a car and uh they're claiming that cubs fans uh this is what we look like after the st louis cardinals sign wilson Contreras and bring on chip carry as the play-by-play guy in one offseason it's like dude Contreras, maybe but <laughs> chip carry like chip carry like i first of all has there ever been a cubs announcer in my lifetime that didn't go on to work for one of our rivals like it's just that's just the nature of what happens. We we took Harry Carey, like who won who won yeah. that? You know, and we exactly. took him on the white we side. totally won the Harry Carey trade. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. then Chip Carey, like who cares? Like it, he was all right. I mean, he's no Harry. Yeah, he so. was he was fine when he was there, but whatever. He got yeah. replaced by Len, and I think people were more upset about Len leaving. I was very upset about Len leaving. So there's a TFC that goes with this, though. And uh, this is about this. Uh, and- no, please, please. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> Eric B. Eric, Eric B. Tweeten said, oh, boy, if, if the Cardinals really want to trigger Cub fans, they should swoop in and take Zach Zaidman. He is the heir to the Pat Hughes throne. We're all waiting for, for Zach. You better not do it. <laughs> no, no. Whatever and you do, I would be so triggered if that do happened. Do not take him. And we then, don't uh, want it. Seth Kennedy said, Hi, this is Chip Carey here with Boo Shambi and Zach Zaidman bringing you Cardinal Baseball. <laughs> is this the first sentence of, of Michael Cotton's wettest dreams? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, if by wet he means I'm sweating profusely during a nightmare, <laughs> yes, that is exactly what it is. So, I, oh I man, just, I just have to say, I would be so very triggered if that happens, and I really, really hope it doesn't. Please, please, no. Yeah, the amazing part of that is that Chip Carey was the best broadcaster of those three. It's not wrong. <laughs> uh, you got one. Yeah. Anybody else? I, I have one here. And uh, you know what's funny about these is I always put them in here. And by the time we get to them, I don't remember what they are. So <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm getting this just the same way you guys are now. Okay, so this is season tickets. This is off of Reddit. Uh, all mine are off Reddit now. Um, but this uh, Cubs fan actually says, my season ticket waiting list number is up. But I don't think I'll be buying. Anyone interested in purchasing? Purchasing? I know it's non-transferable, but it seems a waste to let the opportunity go. Now hold on here a second, guy. You Sweetie? literally just said it's non-transferable. <laughs> yeah. But you want us to give you money? Yeah. Like <laughs> I don't know what this guy's trying to do. That was less a that was a less a flex as much as it was a cell phone. Yeah, that's more like a Saudi prince scam, I think, is what <laughs> that is. <laughs> well, but but too stupid to actually pull off the scam because he's like, by the way, it's non-transferable, but you can still give me money for it. Well, he could buy all the tickets and then sell them to I, one Pinky person. you promise, man. I'm going I'm to shoot these over to you yeah. just as soon as they're available. Yeah, but I need or the five the grand up front. on the other side is like, dude, get it. I'll give you the money. And then he yeah. gets it, and you're like, you, yeah, "Do it. Let's fuck with them. Let's say, <laughs> let's tell them to get it." And then, and then we'll be like, "Nah, sorry, bro. My brother backed out. We were gonna share." <laughs> <laughs> and he's just stuck with Cubs tickets. And then they go to the World Series, and he makes a million dollars. You know, like <sighs> that'd be awesome. So, um, uh, I like what Tom Cooper says. Chip was an arrogant person. I mean, Harry Carey's son, I might be a little arrogant, too. I'm like, dude, I am the son of royalty. My dad's Harry Carey, so she she has a statue out there. It's my dad. (laughs) He conceived me in an alley on Rush Street. (laughs) All those demons, I put them there. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You can't, I mean, Harry Carey was an awesome guy, but you can't think he was the greatest dad in the world. You know what I mean? Oh, God, probably not at all. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. He's not bringing his son. That was brutal right there because, ouch. Yeah, I mean, it just makes you think of Chip in a new life. A little Chip on his shoulder, I think, too. <laughs> well, luckily that was his grandpa, you know, like he was a little bit distanced. Oh, that's he, right. Yeah. Yeah. So no, but he, he had no. to deal with a, <sighs> a, an emotionally scarred father from <laughs> <laughs> was it his dad's name? Skip. Skip. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. always get it mixed up. You don't freaking do that. Come on. Harry doesn't like him when he's like, I'm going to name you Skip. And then his. His son's like, well, you know, You're just fuck a my chip kid off too. The old block. <laughs> well, what's Skip short for? I mean, is Skipper? it one of those? Yeah, but nobody's named Skipper except for like Al Gore's wife. Or no, it was Tipper. <laughs> <laughs> she, was, she was Tipper. Uh, it's short for Harry Christopher. 
<laughs> name is Harry Christopher Skip Carey. Yeah, well, yeah. At least it's not Harry Richard Skip Carey. <laughs> it's it's it all sounds like a serial killer to me. It really does. So okay. um, I, I have another one. Do you have another one? Uh, I do. Uh, Chip, by the way, is also Harry Christopher. <sighs> See, I hate that. Fucking unimaginative. <laughs> Yeah. No creativity having motherfuckers out there. That's why they're doing play by play. They're like, this happened right in front of me. And then this happened right in front of me. I cannot think beyond what I can see. <laughs> well, Harry, Harry just couldn't think. So, uh, <laughs> towards the end. So, uh, here, here we got uh, Seiya Suzuki. Um, uh, he was out there. He's, he, I guess he's hawking a uh, protein shake. Uh, in Japan, and he says, and this is a translation, of course. It's, uh, he says, This protein is really delicious. I really want you to drink this. Seriously delicious whey milk tea flavor. And somebody in also in Japanese also translated, he uh, replied, You have a habit of drinking. <laughs> well, that's very observant, <laughs> sir. <laughs> if you don't, you've got problems, my friend. You have to drink it for at least a little water. I like so. how he, he probably felt real good about that too. You, know, you, you have a habit for drinking. Nailed yeah. him. <laughs> I, I'm sure I'm sure the translation was lost somewhere there. Like High maybe five. It, yeah, it, it might be a popular song over there called Habit of Drinking. So we don't know. Um, all right, let let's see what my second one is. Everybody all together now. <laughs> Okay, this is about this is about uh, the Cubs possibly re-signing Chafin, and Hank Scorpio seventy four says, "Listen, I'm not saying I would go to more games if I had the chance to see Chafin pitch an inning of a relief, pound a sixer, and then give a lecture in the parking lot to kids on proper mustache maintenance, the safe use of bottle rockets, and how to get longer burnouts from your Trans Am." But I'm also I'm not saying I'm not. <laughs> we need uh, Chafin back. We got to ride the Chafin trade. We he's got to come back to us. It it is so funny how, yeah, every, that's his his entire persona is just that. Like, I just drank a six pack of beer, and now we're gonna hang out by my Trans Am and over by the high school. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I got one last thing just to point out because everybody was talking about it on Twitter. And if you didn't see it, uh, A&W root beer decided to put pants on their mascot bear. If you saw a message from A&W, they said, it's so hard to explain to people that aren't on Twitter because this is already like four layers into the meme. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it just keeps going. So but everybody obviously jumped on it for obvious reasons that are Cubs fans because of the pantslessness of Clark, the bear. So, uh, but a and W got, uh, you know, they, they put pants on their bear and um, the, I love with the Portland pickles, they get into the meme and oh they said, the Portland pickles said, America, 
let and this is a total parody of the A and W root beers bear pants, which is all a parody of the M and M's one, which is a parody of Tucker Carlson, Tucker Carlson Tuckle. being sexually attracted to the green M M&M. and <laughs> well, I mean, who is it? So, so the like Carlson is all offended by the M and M's. So M and M's is like, fine, we won't use the M and M's. We're going to use Maya Rudolph instead. And so all of these are a parody of the announcement that their Super Bowl ad is going to be Maya Rudolph instead of cartoon M and M's just so that Tuckle Carlson won't like feel pr- things about it. Well, he feels <laughs> things because he's got a penis small enough to actually have sex with that M&M. <laughs> well, uh, he, he should, he should uh, try a Portland pickle because they, they came out and said that they're not going to be showing the pickles disturbing hands anymore or their, their thumbs. anymore. <laughs> America, let's talk. In the last year, we've let our beloved mascot express himself in ways he hadn't before. We weren't sure if anyone would even notice, but we definitely didn't think it would break the Internet. But now we get it. Even a pickle's thumb can be polarizing, which was the last thing Portland Pickles baseball wanted since we're about bringing people together. Therefore, we have decided to put an indefinite pause to Dylan's ability to show his hands in their place. We are proud to introduce a new hand covering America can agree on gloves. We are confident <laughs> gloves will empower Dylan to express himself without potentially exposing himself. Portland pickles. <laughs> Just, uh, why is everybody so crazy? I love it. <laughs> so uh, this show was uh this crazy show was brought to you by our 109 now patreon supporters no 110 Uh, somebody else came on uh later in i don't know they they put it in the the chat they said 110 awesome well thank you so much uh this show doesn't happen without you uh it literally it's it's the only reason we're doing it is for the patreon people all you other people that don't support us on Patreon, we really just don't like you that much. <laughs> well, I and, did. and I will say I that's, not really, like that's not that's really that's not really true fair. for me. They might be poor. I only do, I know. only do this show to talk to you guys about baseball. That's I, true. Yeah, honestly, like, all these people watching, I don't even know what the fuck they're doing. I would never do that. <laughs> I don't understand sitting in front of YouTube. But Eric Campbell is number one ten. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate yeah. it. No, no, I, you, I, I, I'm kidding everybody, but uh, you know, just honestly, like we love you guys and thanks for watching tonight. We have a great time. Uh, if you are a Patreon subscriber, we do like to give you something extra. So we're going to be over on discord. Uh, if you are a Patreon subscriber, you get the podcast early and ad free. Um, if you want to tip us, you can tip us, but pretty much that's our show. Uh, oh, chance. Hashtag. Chance Hashtag. Um, yeah. It's your last chance. To Hashtag chance. chance. In there. <laughs> so here we are. Everybody cover your pickle. Let's go. Um, cover your pickle. Winner, Dominic Galoro. You know, he's had a tough week, though. I know Dominic. He's a mail carrier. And he's uh, been uh, raining and sleeting through snow and uh, hurricanes and whatever they deliver mail in these days with global warming. It's only getting worse for Dominic. So congratulations. I will at least send you a, a chance postcard with a message of love and doom. 
he's gonna have to deliver that fucking card to himself <laughs> I, i'm pretty sure he would appreciate it if you just kept that shit at home and if you ever see him hand it to him because he's gonna have to carry it around it's true postcards are probably the worst too although i would like it if i was a mail carrier because you could read everybody's messages that's I true love you can read all the postcards i, I love receiving postcards I yeah like- i'm bringing i'm bringing postcards back i decided i'm not gonna- they ever left let's I, actually let's do it let's do yeah. you know how we do the the that one right there Sunranto secret santa right all that stuff let's do a uh let's do a pen pal let's do a ranto oh. pen pal and we write each other uh post messages of hope and dupe i'll send you a card from the space needle there you go she's yeah. just gonna get up there fold it like an airplane and let it go. Maybe every, every month you get a different pen pal and just hear from somebody and some random thought, tell them a poem. And you don't joke. know who you're yeah. you don't know who you're writing to either. Like you just you know, like you write it and you then know. they give you, you the address the postcard. Well, see, that's that's where we get all nitty, like giving out people's addresses and stuff. Like oh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. See, it's you gotta it opt in. You gotta if opt you in. want a postcard from the space needle, DM me. <laughs> freaking stalkers ruining everything so um all right well uh okay well that's the show i'm gonna play a song for everybody you know i thought would be nice um i'm i'm going to uh make make a sad one in this this one because it is january 46th right now and it is the deepest darkest part we still got weeks till pitchers and catchers and you know so um uh, so I'm going to play beer in the sunshine, which I know a lot of you guys like, but it's, it, I wrote it like right when like COVID canceled everything. So even though we've had a lot of fun tonight, I'm going to, I'm going to bring this, it down. This yeah. is, this is actually a really good song, Danny. And I'm glad you're playing it because I do love this song. And honestly, it really does give that feeling that we're all hoping for coming out of like this. It is cold. I, I want baseball back, but more importantly, we all want to hang out again together yeah yes so uh thanks michael thank you ifg i'm danny rocket and uh spagog Spagog! see you on discord winter kept on roaring spring never arrived the earth was busy healing a million people died seems like another era a long forgotten time when we all were out at Wrigley drinking beer in the sunshine. Watching the boys of summer send baseballs for a ride. A deep Chicago sunset, an orange and purple sky. I'm dreaming of those days Cause I remember you and I Just loving being at Wrigley Drinking beer in the sunshine
know that we'll come back If we can survive The field will look so beautiful Through wet and weary eyes Sitting in the bleachers My baby by my side When we all are back at Wrigley Drinking beer in the sunshine When we all are back at Wrigley Drinking beer in the sunshine When we all are back at Wrigley Drinking beer in the sunshine Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.